0: Sometimes no. you just have to unplug it and plug it back in.
1: That's how I solve just about most of my technical problems.
0: It fixes just about everything people try to do.
1: Shut it down, unplug it. Yep. Count to 12 or 9 or 4, depending on my mood.
0: Yeah, depending <laughs> how. <laughs> depending.
1: It would be depending. Depensing,
0: depending on how impatient I am.
1: Count to 2. Done.
0: And restart.
1: Welcome to the Restoration Church Podcast, where we like to
0: What's going on, everyone? My name is Brian Williams, and I am the pastor of Restoration Church in Traverse City, Michigan. Thanks so much for allowing us into your digital life and tuning in to this message. If you'd like to get involved with anything we have going on, you can do so at RestorationTC.com. While you're there, you can find out about events, get to know a little bit more about what we believe, and you can also give a donation. Now, we're set up a little different than most in that we have a community account where 100% of your donation goes directly back into the community, both locally and globally. We've partnered with organizations like Freedom Builders here in Traverse City, World Orphans, and Charity Water. We also have an overhead account that helps fund the mission and vision of the church. Our vision is people following Jesus, and our mission is transparency, community, and change. Thanks again for checking out the message. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, Restoration (laughs) Church. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the cutting room floor of the podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm here with Kelly. Hi, Kelly.
1: Hi, Brian. And
0: it's, yeah, it's me, Brian. Um, So glad you guys are tuning in. Uh, Maybe you're out doing some Christmas shopping. Maybe you're at a christmas party and you're an introvert or you don't like the people you're with so you just popped in your headphones and listen <laughs> to a podcast that's a pretty bold move
1: i highly recommend i that. would do it yeah probably yeah just of course don't throw in a football game because you'll cheer accidentally yeah. and people will think you're weird
0: well that would just confirm
1: <laughs> yes a lot of suspicion
0: <laughs> so anyway welcome uh
1: I'm wondering. (laughs) I have a question. Okay. Did we get any hate mail? None. Nothing.
0: No. Our four
1: listeners aren't interested.
0: (laughs) Maybe they felt pity.
1: Hmm. I thought for sure the Trump reference would get us something.
0: Oh yeah, that was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Last week was a blur for me. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Including up to today. (laughs) We're just gonna strike last week from the record.
0: Yeah, I don't hardly. I don't remember everything.
1: <laughs> did you listen?
0: I did not. Yeah. No, I I listened to part of it. Um but I didn't go anywhere. So typically right. when I listen to podcasts it's in the car when I'm driving anywhere picking up kids from school. But last week uh I the the only time I left was on ooh I did go Friday to go pick up the kids from school. Um which is my day off. And they have a half day. That was pretty brutal. And then came back home. And then Saturday, I went and preached here, the online message. But other than that, I didn't. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, I went to the chiropractor. I guess I did go places.
1: <laughs> I didn't go anywhere except for these nine places. So
0: three different times I went somewhere, but. Um,
1: I can't listen to any speaking while I'm driving. Really no audio book, no podcast. Oh. My mind wanders. I I can't focus on it. Oh. If it's a song I'm singing along, I I sing all the time when I'm alone. Um
0: well you can sing in the shower. You can sing in front of people. There's no difference.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Uh, But yeah, I'm driving along and it's like, um, who's talking? Oh yeah, what's Right. What's going on? What do hmm. you say? I I can't focus. Yeah. If I listen to something that's a, a a message or a podcast, I literally have to be like sitting in my house doing nothing. What's this going on up there? <laughs> There's <laughs> oh, this hanging light moving. above us that's moving,
0: and I'm pretty sure a Christmas Carol is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Marley is gonna come <laughs> storming in at any point now. This is all just a a a a a dream of some kind.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for the lessons to begin.
0: When did the chimes start happening and the bells ringing?
1: That would be weird, but that's it's moving.
0: Yeah, sorry, we were talking. This is what happens <laughs> when we. I think are both ADD. I don't remember
1: can't. if I took my medication today, <laughs> and it's only what eight thirty in the morning.
0: It's 9.20. Oh, wow. Well, there you yeah. go.
1: I meant central time. Oh, right. I meant central time.
0: Yep. Um,
1: you uh, didn't, you, I don't remember on Sunday you saying anything bad about the Lions, and look what they I did. Did, oh, did, you? did. I did actually say something bad about miss the Lions. It? Yep. Yeah. I thought I listened to yeah. everything you said on Sunday.
0: No, I talked about how, uh, oh, when it was about celebrating without any That's right. Reason to or cleansing
1: and yeah. you made fun and of their like banner that said they made the playoffs. Put up a banner for when they okay. made the
0: playoffs.
1: <laughs> I do remember now.
0: Yeah. Uh, and celebrating the fact that they were 4 and 7, not <laughs> 5 and 7. So mm. yeah. And okay. they won.
1: Keep the streak alive. So
0: I'm going to have to come up They're getting they're making it more difficult for me to come up with something bad to say about
1: them. They mm, won four out of the last five games,
0: But it's Minnesota this week, so I'll come up with something, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Yeah.
1: And then they will win. If you hold up your end of the bargain, man, it's I didn't science. know I had
0: that much power.
1: See, there's power. Whew. You've got the power. Yeah. Speaking of the power, how's Jesus treating you? What? <laughs> you <like> that? <laughs> that was my lame segue to our topic of the power of God oh. in your life. <laughs>
0: if you how's rely on Jesus him, your faith. You? pretty good i guess
1: <laughs> i, I think, cannot focus i think he's treating me now <laughs> that is was, there uh... a pause button
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was a segue that's yep, for sure it was
1: a segue not a good one yeah that's okay yeah what are you gonna do so,
0: so. long story short uh <laughs> I didn't listen to the podcast last <laughs> week. <laughs> I find when I'm driving, I like to put on podcasts because it's almost mindless. And, and But I, I'll put on podcasts that I don't need to really pay attention oh, yeah. to. Like yeah. it's just entertaining. Entertaining, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. there's so many and they're long. Like, there's some things I'd like to listen to, but like, I like Joe Rogan, but I think his are nine hours long. Yeah, and they're like who's three got or four time hours. For that? Yeah, Who, really.
0: And they come out like every. Do they come out weekly? Or? Often,
1: I'm not sure. I don't know I if they came following. out a couple times
0: a week, but I he's only attention. on Spotify, so I don't. I've only listened to honestly uh, one Joe Rogan interview, and it was um, a comedian that I really like was on him.
1: He's thorough. He does his homework. Yeah. But I don't have time for that.
0: It was a Christian dude that was on there. Nate bergazzi
1: Nate Berg Nate Yatze. Oh I thought yeah. like Yatsi like he's, the game. He's
0: pretty funny. You he's, should check him out. I can should, confidently but I forget. say anyone can go listen to him and they shouldn't be offended okay. because he's clean and
1: just raunchy stuff offends me, like right. we talked about last week. these. Yeah, not yeah. a fan. Yeah. Not a fan.
0: So, um, yeah. Well,
1: we, we've been talking a lot about um, lining our lives up with God's word. We've been talking a lot about using God as our plumb line. We've been talking a lot about rebuilding our life. So I thought it might be fun today to talk about what does that actually look like? Like some concrete examples of the before's and afters. Yeah. Like a, a common example is a lot of people do suffer from anxiety. Right. Um and if you can if you can believe if you will believe Jesus and talk to him and pray and all of these habits we've been talking about, he really will take that away.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh I mean that's something that that I've struggled with um, anxiety in general mm-hmm. uh, and a couple a couple of things in that like I'm not gonna go into the whole story behind it, but um, I mean, God miraculously took it away from me um, a long time ago. I, I and and I still like it still comes back every once in a while but it's never been to the level that it was then uh, like right. I would I would cry myself to sleep at night when I was like when I was in like junior high and high school mm. uh, like until like freshman year of high school I think um, because
1: from the ang- just because from of anxiety, anxiety of
0: yeah. like I, I was certain I was dying and um, yeah so I'm actually a bit of a hypochondriac but i'm also afraid of the doctor so um it's kind of a weird <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of one <laughs> kind of would of the other.
0: <laughs> really really unhealthy because <laughs> i could go and then they could be like stop it you're fine but i'm afraid but of you'd have to, the to go to the doctor, doctor to do that so <laughs> and that's a fear of mine um and that's actually gotten better too over the last several months um which has been kind of cool. But um, yeah, so, so f- for, for me, it, it's, it, it started with a, with a miracle, basically. Um, and then from then on, it's continually reminding myself of the promises of God and, yeah. uh, and, and keeping that at the forefront. So when anxiety starts to build up in my life, there's, there's tricks for it for me. Number one, um, go to scripture and, and read what he says about it. Uh, I think it's in Matthew. Jesus talks a lot about it. And then yes. number two, I have to remember who, um, who, who I am and uh, how I deal with things. How I cope with things. And so I, I know for me, like when I get tired, when I get anxious or when I get anxious is usually when I'm when I'm tired. Um, and so, like, I know for me, anxiety will come on a Sunday night and it'll hit me on a Monday. Uh, those are the two biggest ones for me because I, I'm tired on Sunday afternoon, um, I'm. I'm doing a lot of mental hurdles in my brain <laughs> as well. Sunday night, especially thinking back on the sermon and like just the whole service in general, like oh, I should have done this different. That person probably doesn't like me anymore because of what I said. And so, like, <laughs> I the, I I know myself enough to know that Sunday night I'm gonna feel really awful about myself. And on Monday, I probably will as well. Um, And so, knowing that, I have to stick with what I know to be true and what I know to be real and stick to that at any cost. Because, and and then again, going back to scripture um, and diving into that and reminding myself of who God is.
1: Yeah, that's to me, that's the most helpful. I was miraculously cured from fear and anxiety like it was instant it mm-hmm. I, I know the moment it happened I could tell you it was um, March 25th 2016 sometime around noon hmm. um, when it happened and I know that's not the case for everyone but like you said and I'm glad you brought it up it doesn't it didn't go away forever right uh, there's tendencies and if you can recognize in yourself when those happen and one of my favorite verses when I start to feel it is, I never, ever, ever can remember if it's 1st or 2nd Timothy. I think it's 1st Timothy 1 or 2, 7. (laughs) Read read all the T books, you'll find it. But he he tells us, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but one of love and power and a sound mind. And back in the 90s, I used to study a lot uh, at the church I was at. We had a lot of classes. And Rick Warren, who wrote The Purpose Driven Life, also wrote a lot of Uh, He has a lot of resources on how to study the Bible. And one of the things I remember most is when you read a verse, put different emphasis, put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Anyway, put (laughs) (laughs) emphasize a different word every time you read it. So you could say, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but one of love, power and a sound mind. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you realize who it's coming from. Right. Or God does not give us a spirit of fear. But of power love, and a mind. so you get the point, but so i'll run through that I'll run that through my mind, and that just that reminds me um, where the fear is coming from or the anxiety, and it also makes me take a check at how I've been going through my days. Am I getting busier, am I getting distracted? because, like you said i think I think it's true when we're tired and or hungry or just worn out in general that's when whatever we struggle with is gonna come to the forefront, which is something we're gonna talk about later on in the podcast about avoiding that as much as possible, being busy and run down and yeah that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So for you you've you've identified the patterns and like all that kind of stuff too. So it's mm-hmm. it's um yeah, I, I I just think that's so important for all of us, like we have this moment where f- for you and I both coincidentally where like instantly it was better mm-hmm. um didn't mean it went away necessarily it was just I, c- I could deal with it I could I, like it wasn't crippling me anymore right and uh and, and then starting to learn myself more like okay here are the things that are going to make this worse yes uh here's the thing that's going to Make it better. Make it better, and it's always scripture. Um, while you were saying that, I was trying to find something, um, something that I read. Uh, yeah, I think it was John fourteen. Um, it it hit me different because um, I it just I don't know. You know how sometimes those simple things just like dawn on you finally (laughs) yes and you're like how did i not know this like why did this take me this long yes um it was when we were doing the in the room series uh and it's john 14 jesus is in the upper room with his disciples and um it was uh verses john 14 verses 13 and 14 um, says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Um, and then it reminded me again of James. I don't remember James 2 or 3 where it says, uh, you do not have because you do not ask. Yeah. And um, we, we've, again, as <laughs> we do, we've manipulated that, and people have taken this, and, and this is the... I've talked about this before. This is the great. Um, this is something Satan's done. Is is give us. Th- like we'll read the scripture and then our mind instantly goes to prosperity gospel, our Mm -hmm. mind instantly. So we avoid this at all costs because, and that's exactly what Satan would like us to. He he wants us to twist scripture and see other people twisting scripture because then we're just going to avoid that scripture. And like, we're not going to talk about this at all. But I read those, I read those verses. um, And, and, and then it was like, and I hated being afraid of going to the doctor. I didn't want to be afraid of going to the doctor. I just was. And so, I started praying for God to take that away, uh, take that fear away of going to the doctor because it's ridiculous, and it's and it's just... <laughs> and and so, um, slowly but surely, I've uh, gotten better about not being fearful when I go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. My heart rate's not 160 anymore <laughs> when I sit down on the little butcher paper that they <laughs> put butcher down for paper. you.
1: That's funny cuz I feel that way about flying. So while yeah. I, I instantly I know I was healed from fear and anxiety. Yeah. When I book the trip I almost have to take a Xanax mm-hmm. cuz I know I'm going to fly. And and I think I think that he leaves some of that for us to remember to rely on him. Yeah. I I really do. Yeah. And and when you're talking about praying asking for anything in his name I've also been where I've learned Where my prayers have changed based on who he is and who I am. Yeah. Like I shared a little bit when, when my ex-husband left for months, it was, he needs to come home. It's because, you know, marriages were designed to last forever. So let's get him fixed up so he can come home, which slowly shifted to, I can't do anything about him, but I can pray about what's going on with me. Yep which slowly shifted to whatever happens, I know you're in control and you work all things out for the good for those who love you. Yeah. And then suddenly I'm alone, but good, which I never thought would happen. Right. So when you're asking things in his name, the closer you are to him, the more your prayers actually align with his will. Yeah. And you realize that I would rather ask for wisdom and strength and, to not be afraid and to be at peace and to have abundant life by his definition than what somebody on the outside looking in might think is abundant life and success.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he'll, I mean, those are things, ask for him. I remember yelling, I do remember yelling at him from the car once about, where's my abundant life? This sucks. And this was like... (laughs) 20 years ago, right. everything is 20 yeah. years ago. Well, I was living in Jackson at the time, so it was sometime between 95 and 03. Um, but just life was stressful, and I was mad, and I wanted my abundant life, and I was like just pissed. Yep. But I got it out, and then we talked it over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, I think um, uh, what was I going to? Where was I going to piggyback that with? Yeah. Oh uh, was <sighs> it, it, it was really important what you said about uh, our our prayer starts to align with his will mm-hmm. um, the closer we get to him and I don't remember exactly how you worded it but that's what you were saying and which is which is a really important distinction because there's a guy I've brought him up before um, his name is Adam and he's got brain cancer. And he's had it for, like, 12 years. Um, And he wrote this poem, and I shared it once uh, at church, that basically, if I I don't use this as a gift, if I don't use this cancer as a way to glorify God, if I don't, then it's a waste. If I don't, like, and, and basically the prayer was not to... Take it away. I mean, that was a part of the prayer, like, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. Like, take
1: a, It'd be, be nice. Idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be an idiot. But,
0: <laughs> but through it all, like, it's, it's it's what Jesus prayed, right? Right. But not my will, yours be done. And use this however you need to use this. And that was the, like, man, to be able to pray that prayer, whatever's yeah. happening, yeah. um, that's the intimate relationship. With, with God yeah. and so for, for me with the anxiety of even just going to the doctor's office it was um, you know I, 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 I know you can take this away I think you want to take this away but you just want me to ask
1: <laughs> <laughs> right to you have not because you ask and, you're and asking to
0: continue that. asking continue yeah. doing um, and that just um, that helped and so part of it for me was like okay well if I'm so afraid of going to the doctor because of, you know, how I'm treating my body or whatever, if I'm not working out, whatever, like part of it comes back to like, I don't measure up. I'm not, Mm. I'm not going to pass the test. Like I'm (laughs) not good enough for this. Um, then, then, then be good enough for it. Right. Like (laughs) work out. And so I worked out a bunch, um, eating really healthy, all that kind of stuff. Like, it mattered, and then I was able to go in a little bit more confidently knowing I'm taking care of myself, yeah. know I'm eating healthy, know I'm, like, all of these things, and, and, and um, yeah, so.
1: Well, it's funny because I read, I just read a devotion, I think it was in My Utmost for His Highest yesterday, and it talked about our body being a temple. Yeah. And health is, health doesn't look like what the magazines tell us health look, look, looks like. Right. But people have asked me how I lost, all the weight that I lost. And the short answer is I got tired of hauling myself around. (laughs) (laughs) I weighed 100 pounds more than I do now. Yeah. And and I knew what to do to lose weight. I just didn't do it. Yep. So when you get focused, like when the Israelites, Ezra was reading the word, they had strayed so far from the word then just take a look at their lives, and that's what we're talking about here. What's right. what's the before and after as we as we get closer to God and more intimate relationship with Jesus through reading and prayer and attending church and hearing the word and then doing the word? Yeah. Then things will change. So yep. if you don't like your physical health, do something about it. I right. literally, the first thing, I just went to the Civic Center every day after work, and walked the loop twice. Hmm. I lost 60 pounds just doing that. Wow. Like, I, it was a stress relief. Yeah. And it was physical activity, and it was outside. Yep. And I just kept my shoes in the car, drove there, threw on my headphones, walked it as fast as I could just because I wanted to be done. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went home.
0: And those are the same spiritual disciplines we can do as well. We can take mm-hmm. that, like, if you're thinking, what is this weight loss Right, right. Physical right. health, <laughs> something podcast now. Yeah, it is. All right. So it's whatever all health. That's yeah. right. Physical. <laughs> no, <it is. laughs> uh, but you can take these um, <laughs>
1: principles.
0: Yeah, uh, fitness fun with Brian and Kelly. <laughs> I knew that's something what podcast, was coming. That's what our podcast is now. Okay, cutting fat room floor.
1: <laughs> cutting fat from the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, so um, but you can. We can, we can take these physical ideas and, and transform them into spiritual disciplines as well. So uh, like what you said about y- you would keep your walking shoes in the car with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: S- what does it look like to keep a Bible in the car with right. you? That way, it, oh, I, I've got a lunch break where I get, I don't know if people do the lunch breaks <laughs> or whatever, but I got a half hour to take my lunch break. Right. I've got my Bible in the car. I'm going to go down to the park and just hang out there for a while, eat my lunch and read my bible. Mm-hmm. Boom, spiritual discipline. And right. then and then what's that going to do over time? You didn't lose 60 pounds or 100 pounds in a week. It nope. it it took a while to 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 do all of that. If we continue with these spiritual disciplines, it's going to make a difference in our lives mm-hmm. if we keep with it. And yeah. what we see in Nehemiah here in 8, 9 and 10, is there was like two to three weeks of festivals and, and uh, a new day and the Feast of Booths and like all this stuff that they're doing where they're reading scripture for half the day and then they're reading more scripture and then confessing and worship services. And we're going to find in the next couple of chapters that it's continuing on even more so. And so they were dedicated to the word, <laughs> first of all. Like that started First and with foremost, that. Yeah. They were dedicated to the word, and then the conviction followed, which followed by cleansing, and then celebration. So, mm-hmm. if we keep following that same model, it's our lives will look different.
1: Hundred percent. Somebody asked me once in a in a community group, sometime in the past year, how. I don't know it was just comments from different people. I don't know as much Bible as you do, or how did you how do you know all that? How can you find that and i'm and i said i've I've been reading it my whole life <laughs> and and i'm fifty five I took a little interlude there from about eleven to twenty seven but I read it every day, yeah or I listen to it or both, and I'm in it, and then it's just in there. Right. And I don't worry about finding it. Like like even now, I'm like somewhere in 1st or 2nd Timothy. I mean, if I thought about it for a second, 99% sure it's 1st Timothy one seven. I don't know. But I can find it Yeah, because it's in there. And and that's what the power of power. There's my segue. The there it was. Awkward we one. We got from,
0: there. <laughs> segue completed.
1: Sometimes <laughs> it takes a minute. Um, but the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's a living word and he's alive in us mm-hmm. and he will use it. Yeah, and he'll give us what we need to know when we need to know it. Just and we put it want in there.
0: like, and, and we're such a society of convenience. Yeah, that, like we just want. Isn't there some sort of subscription based thing that I can just like get my meals delivered to me and <laughs> whatever you know? Or and, the weight loss pill, right? And it's just not. It, it it takes dedication. It just does. There's some things in life that just take time mm-hmm. and we can't overnight think that all of a sudden we're going to be the the best at whatever it is. I mean, we're going to know the Bible. We're going to be spiritually disciplined. It, it takes time. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking back from preaching over the last couple of years. And when we first started, I mean, you know, I, oh, I'm okay. Uh, I would still say I'm, just okay at preaching but i'm getting better uh over time and that's just it just takes time mm-hmm. and and practice and it's not like it's it starts with with that specifically it starts with talent and then you've got right. like a, a gifting of some kind but then you know you cultivate that but um yeah it's not something that just happens
1: overnight right it's the brilliance of nike slogan of all the marketing just do it like, seriously yeah, it's, it's that simple.
0: I don't know what the swoosh is.
1: Yeah, I never understood that. It doesn't seem to match.
0: I haven't thought about that until just now.
1: Is it like you're running so fast that you're leaving like this dust swoosh, in the, that's the thing, swoosh. the stuff? Is no. it the motion?
0: No.
1: But it's off balance, and it's fat on one end and thin on the other. Like yeah. it's a f- swoosh. That's one of those words, there's a name for it, where the actual word sounds like it's meaning.
0: Swoosh. Swoosh. What's the literary term for that? I can't think oh. of it. Come on. There is. An an I know. Major. <laughs> <laughs> so much
1: gracious. for my history and English degree. I don't even know. Look it up. See, we don't have to remember stuff now because Google will tell us. Yeah,
0: because we're a society of convenience. But what is that term? I don't know. It's fun. I don't know.
1: I don't know, dude. I graduated from college 150 years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, um, that's the people of Judah, and guess what? what? They're
1: gonna screw it
0: up again, really
1: Yay! soon, yeah. <laughs> really, really <laughs> soon. Come back,
0: come back, and well, come back every week. But in, in two weeks, <laughs> they're gonna.
1: You'll see, which I find oddly comforting. I just,
0: yeah, if this were all made up, that would have ended at chapter 12.
1: Right, and on a high I note have ended at
0: chapter 12 yeah like and they lived happily ever after but it's not made up it's real life and so mm-hmm. we have chapter 13 and that's probably gonna be the slogan for the last sermon <laughs> in that <laughs> series
1: yeah yeah what else um,
0: we're talking about unbusy and stuff right is yes. that what's yeah. what's the deal
1: yeah well we we talk a lot about um, I think each of us have mentioned how how good we've become at not being busy. And so I just thought we could go into some more detail. Like, I think you have more weight to the words than I do. Like, if, if when I tell people I can be good at not being busy, they can go, yeah, you live alone with a cat. You don't have kids. Of course you're, of course you're good at not being busy and you take a Sabbath every week. It's really yep. easy for you to do that. Yep. You, on the other hand, have a full-time job and a wife and four children, and you've talked about working out and being physically healthy, so you have time for all of those things, and you observe Sabbath, and you, uh, I don't think I enunciated that well. You Close observe enough. Sabbath. So anyway, I just thought we'd talk about like some practical ways we avoid the busyness, especially this time of year when we we feel obligated to do certain things or be at certain gatherings. Um, So, yeah, how can we avoid all of that? And what's some good practical solutions?
0: Well, first of all, my wife will tell you boundaries. Yes. So having those boundaries set up before you're in the middle of something um, Uh. and then sticking to those boundaries is really important. Um, uh, Respect. Time, uh, is, is important, meaning we all get the same amount every single day Mm -hmm. and you've got to prioritize what's going to be the most important things for you and for your family and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, for me to kind of juggle life with four kids and a job and family and all that kind of stuff, um, so I, I, uh, during the week, um, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, I get up like at 5.30, uh, which isn't that early for some. It's early <laughs> for others. But I get up at 5.30. That gives me an hour of of work that I can do. Um, it's typically when I do most of my study time mm-hmm. um, because it's quiet and I'm not going to have interruptions throughout the day. So I... Um, so I, I like that m- time for me to get in a quick hour of, of work. Um, that means I don't have to work late every single right. day. Um, and then, you know, it's getting kids ready for school, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're pretty intentional about limiting how many extracurricular activities our kids can do. Like yeah. pick one or pick one per season that Mm -hmm. you want to you want to be involved in um so our boys are in band jazz band um and that doesn't take up too much time like so we're kind of blessed in a way in which they don't like which is weird because they don't love sports to play (laughs) sports and i (laughs) grew up playing sports Mm -hmm. and that was just what we always did um so we don't have a ton of that. Uh, one of my kids did a play. And so there was some of that, but, um, we're in charge of our children and we're in charge of their schedule. And so we're teaching them healthy boundaries as well. Like you're not going to exhaust yourself with this. Yeah. We want you to be healthy about it. Um, so, uh, that is part of it. Um,
1: I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Which I didn't think about until you were saying it, but I've witnessed it.
0: Our kids don't run our schedule. Right. We run the schedule, and if we can make it work, we want to give our kids a a great opportunity to do whatever they want to do, but...
1: That's not realistic. It's
0: not. And so, like, I I appreciate parents who are like, man, we're going to have our kid play three sports, and it's like, I don't know how you have time to do all that kind of stuff. So. I mean, for me right now, I'm probably m- more busy than I would like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a community group on Tuesday, uh, man up on Thursday. Um, the kids have a uh, youth group on Sunday night. They go to another group, youth group on Wednesday night. Um, so but we intentionally keep Fridays open. Um, we sometimes will entertain. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty militant about having Friday be my day off and not doing anything on Friday. Um, nice. And Saturday I'll, I'll look at some notes and whatever. Um, but still it's not a heavy, heavy day for me on Saturday either. So, uh, but I am really particular about Friday itself. like, Would
1: you call that your Sabbath? That's yeah, your Sabbath. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So I don't do anything um, really ministry related on, on Friday.
1: I'm going to guess when you're particularly busy that by Wednesday you're really looking forward to Friday.
0: Yep, I am.
1: And why would that be? It's a trick question. Because you know you're done for 24 oh, yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah, know it yeah. doesn't matter what's going on. What's hanging over your head, which I'll get to. I,
0: I know um, after Thursday night at men's yeah. group, like I preach on Thursday afternoon. I've got men's group Thursday night. And I know by, you know, if we get out of here by nine, nine thirty sometimes 10 o'clock on Thursday night, then I'm, do- I'm, done. am yeah. done until uh, basically until Sunday morning, mm-hmm. um,
1: that's a great feeling. Yeah. That's why I worded it that way. Because no matter how busy my week is, I know when I get get out of work Friday around four thirty, four forty five, done until Sunday afternoon. Yep. No, whatever I want to do or don't want to do is what's gonna happen. Yeah. End of story.
0: Yep. Yep. And 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 I know that rhythm doesn't work for every single person because there's people in the medical community that are. You know, but even if you're in the medical community, I know for a fact you get at you get least seven off. days on, seven days off, or whatever mm-hmm. that, like, three days on, four off. Like, it, it, it's different. I know there's scheduled time off for the medical community people, too. So that's my rhythm is right. is I've got those days, and then I take Friday off. Um, and Saturday, I'll start ramping up into Sunday, uh, and then and then Sunday is like the launching for the week for me. Yeah. It used to be the end of the week for me. Now it's the launching of the week for me, and I like that a little bit better. Um, so that's my rhythm. You're going to have to find your own rhythm. People are going to have yeah. to, whoever's listening to this, you've got to find your own rhythm. The important thing is that you are prioritizing Sabbaths, um, prioritizing relationships, and uh, that, that includes our relationship with Christ. Um, and and going from there.
1: I'm kind of laughing over here because I was looking ahead in Nehemiah at chapter 13 and if I can find it, it's just funny. The way he um, imposed the Sabbath Yeah. because that is one of the topics they were talking about and that they reinstituted. I have to find it just because it's funny. Say something brilliant.
0: Okay, well... <laughs>
1: uh, we I'm... can talk about rhythms. If you're working seven days a week and can't find that rhythm, then you've got... To take stock of your seven days a week because right. nobody's that important. I'll say it. Maybe yeah. that'll get us some hate mail. Maybe. You're not that important that you have to work seven days a week nope. regularly. Yep.
0: Yeah. I. The, yeah, the rhythm thing is, is incredibly important. And some people have so much chaos in their life that they don't know how to,
1: yeah, how and to I, discern
0: what yeah. is the priority. Like, I've got office hours. Come chat.
1: <laughs> right, he'll help you sort it out. yeah, I, I found it it's okay it's it's chapter 13 verse 19 and Nehemiah is saying this when evening shadows fell on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be shut and not opened until the Sabbath was over. I stationed some of my own men at the gates so that no load could be brought in on the Sabbath day. Once or twice, the merchants and sellers of all kinds of goods spent the night outside Jerusalem. But I warned them and said, Why do you spend the night by the wall? If you do this again, I will lay hands on you. (laughs) (laughs) From that time on, they no longer came on the Sabbath. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some of you need a Sabbath guard to get you into the rhythm. They just come. Totally. Somebody said that Oprah lost weight because she was so rich. She could afford to have some pay someone to follow her around and slap cookies out of her hand. (laughs) That's kind of what maybe you need someone to follow you around and tell you when to go home and to stop adding crap to your schedule. Yeah.
0: So yeah. She was so rich that she could afford somebody to do that. But she had to make the decision to do that. That's true, right? She had to hire the person. She could have also (laughs) been so rich that she hired someone just to cook for her all the time, whatever she wanted. Yeah. But she chose to, I don't know if that's true. Right,
1: I don't either. Potentially, but.
0: she chose to use her money to keep her in line with where she was right. because she made it a priority in her life. And right. so, like, we can make fun of people all we want, but at the same time, they're doing, like, she made that choice to get healthy, and she did. Regardless of if she had the financial means to do it or whatever it right. is, like, you just,
1: just make, do it. It,
0: make it happen. <laughs> just do it, Nike, yeah. all right? We're stealing um, it, we're stealing that, yeah yeah for me my my wife is probably the biggest Sabbath checker
1: <laughs> Sabbath checker
0: for me she locked the gates right
1: locks your door on Thursday night when you get home. yeah we all need that, yeah, we do need that yeah. in our lives, but yeah you that that will give you uh, I don't even know how to word it um just do it. Pick a day that works for your Sabbath and do it. I, I like what you said about your kids and putting boundaries because what you're doing is raising little adults, and one day they're gonna have families or not or whatever they choose to do, and and it's been instilled in them yeah. how to make decisions and how to make hard decisions. Yep. Uh, kids want to do everything. Kids kids are gonna do, generally speaking, what they can get away with. Yeah. I heard a. I used to listen to. Um, christian radio in the 90s my son was in middle school then and i didn't really like him <laughs> i loved him still do didn't like him when he was in seventh grade too much Ugh. anyway there was this couple of guys that did like parent talk or something and and one thing stuck with me one of them said is when it comes to kids and struggles you you just basically have to outlast them yep <laughs> it's like oh that's that simplified it for my mind yeah. if they're arguing i'm not going to argue with the kid yeah when i hear parents reasoning with a toddler i kind of want to choke them yeah. not the toddler the parent right it's like the the kid's brain's not even design ready for that yet yep. let alone why are you doing it but they're going to do what they can get away with so you're in charge of your kid's schedule yeah. like brian's in charge of his kid's schedule yeah the parents in charge of the household yeah i I also remember this is totally unrelated i remember going i had an ankle issue i was going to a local orthopedic doctor it's probably around 2005 and uh there was this kid just being a little jerk because kids kids are kids and they can be jerks and that's okay
0: look what you did you little
1: (laughs) jerk i love that line i'm sorry so the mom is like telling this kid, he's standing in the rocks and the bushes and stuff next to the door. And she said, get out of there and come on over here. And, and he said, make me. And I literally was walking by and I just busted out laughing <laughs> thinking, if I'd have said that to one of my parents, oh, they would have made me. Uh-huh. And it would not have been pretty. Nope. And I don't know exactly. what. I don't know how that was resolved because I just kept on yeah. walking. <laughs>
0: you don't wanna you don't wanna be a witness to that. No. Um, make me. Right. <laughs> right. Uh and
1: yeah. kids are gonna do that. I mean perfect oh, kids yeah, are gonna yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. picking on yeah. the mom like she's raising a jerk. I just wonder how it hurt, how it turned out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Make me. But it takes energy to it takes energy and time and effort and intentionality. I think intentionality is the key. Like yep. when you talked about boundaries back at the beginning of this topic, um, there's a lot of good resources out there if you're not good at setting boundaries. And when I went through counseling after um, Gary left, one of so many wise things I learned from her. But you can say no, and you don't owe anybody an explanation. Mm-hmm. We feel like we have to explain ourselves. Right. And it's not being rude or disrespectful. It's just, no, that's not going to work for me, thanks. Yep. Nobody's going to think anything of it. And if they do, that's on them. Right. So.
0: Yeah, you can feel guilty saying no.
1: Yeah. And you probably will for a while. Mm -hmm. And then still once in a while. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because you need to make the choice that's better in the big picture.
0: Yep. Because. yeah. Most times, I think you're probably going to be like, "I'm so glad I said no to that." Yeah,
1: <laughs> for real.
0: <laughs> Once the thing passes, you're like, "Oh man, I can't even imagine what I would have done yeah, had that been on my plate." Had and I ag- said yes to that.
1: And again, to me, that's uh, the way I understand scripture and and God's ways. That's very prideful to think you have to say yes to everything, right? Like, like this isn't going to get done if you don't do it. Generally speaking, yeah. So, yeah, we think we think kind of highly of ourselves. I think sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think that's why we find ourselves exhausted and working seven days a week is Mm -hmm. because we have this higher idea of ourselves and we need to keep trying to attain it. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And And how important we are to this organization or this job or this um, school or whatever. Yep. And hmm, no, life goes on. Yep. It's going to be that way.
0: Yep. Especially with dudes because every dude just wants to know if they measure up.
1: And you got to fix things. Yeah. All the young dudes. Yeah. It's a song. Is it? Yes. Oh. I'm old. I hope at least one of our listeners is my age or older and knows my references. Yeah. (laughs) Your face. We will never do a video podcast, by the way. I don't even know what that's called.
0: A vodcast.
1: <laughs> like a vlog. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. So, so yeah, else? I hope, I don't know. I just hope that was some good concrete befores and afters before Jesus and after Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Making these tough decisions.
0: And especially when when life is crazy right now, it is tough decisions to be like, what do I need to weed out and what needs to stop and how do I regain control over my calendar? And yeah, those aren't easy decisions that need to be made. And sometimes it's going to hurt somebody at the same time because you put yourself in that position. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it could be as far as saying that it's sinful um, being in the position that you're in, and sin has consequences, and it hurts people. And so, um, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's gonna hurt.
1: Yep, you just gotta do it. Yep, just do it, Nike. That's our new. That's Don't sue us.
0: Trademark Nike. Yes, Nike Licensed. owns
1: the rights to this swoosh phrase we keep saying.
0: I mean, if they want to buy our podcast. <laughs>
1: sell it to them yeah. and we'll stop saying it right maybe yeah no
0: i don't know all right well anything else kelly
1: um we could throw tithing in there and giving since it's christmas oh yeah i do have that written down do,
0: do keep giving
1: yeah there's lots of things to give to
0: yeah we got our stock your socks stuff coming up um yeah there's a lot of needs and just just i don't know uh giving heart is good Um, we talked about it a little bit on Sunday, just like, I don't, I don't want to know necessarily who gives, but I, I, I care about the posture of our hearts Mm -hmm. and, um,
1: and you touched on that too. God, God doesn't need our money. Right. He wants our heart. Yeah. And for most of us in a Western culture, where is our heart? It's tied up in our money and our things. Yeah. I'm reading more, um, I still like Facebook because people are spread out and I can see like cousins and my son and family and stuff. But I'm more people are starting to post about how they're simplifying Christmas. Yeah. Um, and one person even put um, they had a couple projects around the house they needed to do, so that cut into what they're going to buy their kids, who are adults. Mm. And they and they made a joke out of it, like, "Sorry, kids," but it's like, what do when when are Christmas shopping? Most normal people probably have started by now. What do you really need? Yeah. How much do you really need? And what could you do with the money you don't spend? Yep. And who could you help? Or just maybe just keep it for a while because you might need it later. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. And uh, Yeah. When we talk about that kind of stuff, um, something I thought about maybe yesterday, uh, maybe Sunday afternoon, but it's a, it's, we always talk about it with the time, treasure, and talent, mm-hmm. right? So, um, those are kind of the three things that we have. We have time, we have talent, and we have treasures. And those are the things that we're supposed to give. Um, and it's not one or the other. Some right. people are like, well, I donate a lot of my time. Yeah. So. Because your treasure is the most important thing <laughs> exactly. to you, your money is the most important thing. And so, you don't want to give that up. Um, and so it's easy for you to give up your time. Maybe for other people it's like, oh, I don't mind giving my treasure away, but you also have to give up your time and your talent. Like it's all three. It's not, it's not a la carte. Like what do you want to give today? It's, it's, how am I going? Like it's all three, like in each area, what am I giving? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, there, there's no, there's no differentiation between the three of them so if you give your talent awesome if you're giving your time that's great still give your treasure yeah it it, it takes all three well so. bringing it
1: back to the family if you're if you're in the stage where you have kids at home are you buying them a bunch of stuff because you're working all the time are you letting them do a lot of stuff because you're not around? I think your kids would rather have you home yeah. in the evenings or weekends or whenever it's possible, as opposed to the stuff that's not going to last. Yeah. So you, maybe your time needs to go to your family right now. Not necessarily like like people think time means i got to go volunteer somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You might just need to be home more. Yep. <laughs> yeah. With the family that you have yep. under your charge. Whether you're the mom or the dad or a single parent, that's your family and you're in charge.
0: Right. Tithe your time, your talent, and your treasure.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So. All right. Give us all your money and your time and stop living a crazy life.
0: I mean, that's all we're asking for, really. It's not simple.
1: Simple little (laughs) equation. Another movie quote, (laughs) which I will not name because it's totally irreverent. I should probably end it right there.
0: All right then. <laughs> well, good hang. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys uh, later. We'll see you Sunday at ten thirty. I'm sure.
1: I like the ten thirty. Yeah, I gotta say, because yeah, fight night nice. went till two thirty Saturday.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a long night. It
0: was nice getting there at nine to set up and not eight fifteen. That it's was a nice big difference. Too. Yeah, it is.
1: Good winter hours. Yeah. Good job.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Do it. Bye. See ya. (laughs)